Let's talk about real life issues Love and relationships Let's have a good time with the missus The missus, yeah Celebrities Let's talk about caring events Let's talk about things you don't see On regular TV So join in on G I miss y'all so much. I miss y'all so, so much that I'm going to play this one back one more again. One more again. And this time, this for everybody in the back, baby. Let's talk about real life issues, love and relationships. Let's have a good time with the missus, the missus, yeah. Celebrities. Let's talk about caring events. Let's talk about things you don't see on regular TV. So join in on G T time, G T time. Tune in on G T time, G T Come join us on. I'm back. Hey, hey, Peaches, Mr. Peaches, and Peaches. Hey, y'all. I miss y'all. Oh, I miss y'all so, 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 so much. There was a such thing, but I did. I really did. I've been gone since Saturday. And some people may not see me on Saturday. So to them, I've been gone since Friday. Damn. That's a long time. <laughs> that's a very, very long time. But that's okay. That's okay. Because we got this. We got this. I got to work it. I got IG on here working. Are we? We're going to do some things. We're doing some things tonight. I will say that. We are doing some things tonight. I even got something even special. Hold on. Hold on. Let me put it on up there. Hey. Y'all see that? Y'all see that? <laughs> Shout out to Sunshine with his 92.3. All Hustle, No Fear. Yes, that's the name of their show. So, Sunshine, if you're watching... Thank you so much for all the little extra extras that you taught me. So I appreciate it, baby. All right. What that say, y'all? The Mrs. Huge announcement coming up soon. Stay locked in. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I got a huge announcement. I shall do. I shall do. But y'all know how we do. You know, I already know how we do. We have to make sure that we start our show with some talent, with some talent. So let's get started, baby. Let's get started. Y'all, 
I want y'all to say hey now. All my YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Tell everybody in IG world, hey. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Peachy Tea Time. All right. Now, as far as my comments, that's all I'm going to be able to see tonight, you all, is the comments. So please make sure y'all throw y'all comments out there. Um, I will try my best to read them both off. Um, and we'll see how I go. Yeah, I go. Yeah. But let's get started with this talent. Because, baby, I got a show for y'all tonight. Do you hear me? I have a show. Now, the only thing about it, IG people, if you want to see these clips, you're going to have to go to YouTube. I'm sorry. But that's what I do. That's what I do. I play clips. I get my reaction on the clips. Some of them, they real shit. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them, Peaches. Go ahead, tell them, Mr. Peaches. We be showing some real clips over here. And tonight is Peachy News. And we love Wednesdays. Because Wednesdays is Peachy News. Ain't that right, y'all? Hey. So, y'all already know what to do. We're going to show IG how we do it, y'all. So, go ahead. Put those pictures in the comments. Put those pictures in the comments. Put those pictures in the comments. Hey. What's up, Ramon? Ramon is in the building. What it do, what it do, what it do. Put the pictures in the comments, y'all. Y'all know how we do this. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with our talent for tonight. So, uh, here we go. I thought this was kind of cute. Some of y'all may have heard it already. Uh, some may have not. So here we go.
Enjoy the show, cause it's a good one. Hey, cuz, what's up, cuz? We got Josette in the building. Hey, Josette. Hey, Big Q. Big Q will be in the building at Hits 92.3, baby. He gonna be in there on June 19th. Him and the Speaker Wire crew. I'm telling y'all. Y'all ain't gonna want to miss this. Y'all, when I tell y'all, y'all is not gonna want to miss Big Q and the Speak Wide Group. Y'all ain't gonna want to miss it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Because when they come to his 92.3 on June 19th, we turning up, baby. We turning up. Do you hear me? So, y'all remember that date? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Happy June Tate. Happy June Tate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he gonna be in the building. We gonna cut up. We gonna cut up afterwards. We gonna cut up that night. We gonna. I'm telling y'all, we doing the big. So I'm telling y'all, y'all might want to tune in that day just as well, baby. All right, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that over there? Hey, hey, Kels, how are you, darling? Hey, boo. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead. We're going to get started, y'all, because like I said, I got a show for y'all tonight. Um, it's a lot going on. Y'all know it's Peachy News. You know how we do on Peachy News. We got to bring the news, the hottest news that's going on. So we're going to start off with actually the clip uh, that just happened to yesterday. Yesterday. And it just broke the news today. So, uh. Let's see what these white folks done did now today. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? We better see. Yeah, let's see how they work us today, y'all. Let's see. Here we go. First, though, a shootout in the middle of a Volusia County neighborhood involving two teens, both of them now facing charges. Sheriff Mike Chitwood called the shootout, quote, unbelievable. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Warmouth. And I'm Bridget Ellison. Now, Sky 6 flew over the home off Enterprise Osteen Road. Deputies say the suspects who are foster children broke into the home, then used weapons they found inside. Mark Lehman joins us with the latest developments. Just in the last hour, we got a chance to speak with the owner of this home off camera. He tells us he's still in a state of shock. The man just left for the store with his family when the sheriff's office says his home was broken into. When they returned, deputies were engaged in a standoff with those two children, which quickly escalated. We watched this morning as deputies examined damage from the gunfire. Investigators returning to the Enterprise home where they say a 12 and 14 year old sparked a high powered shootout. They were coming out to kill cops. They were coming out to kill deputies. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office identifying the suspects as 12-year-old Travis O'Brien and 14-year-old Nicole Jackson. Deputies say the two ran away from a nearby group home and broke into this house, finding high-powered weapons and 200 rounds of ammunition. And where do you learn to use this weaponry? I, I, at 12, I didn't know how to fire an AK-47 or unload it and reload it or use a pump shotgun. Sheriff Mike Chitwood says the children opened fire as deputies surrounded the home. This wasn't a shootout in one area of the house. They were traversing the length of that house and opening fire on deputies from different angles. Chitwood says deputies tried to de-escalate the situation but were forced to shoot Jackson as she aimed a shotgun at them. She was rushed to the hospital as O'Brien surrendered without firing another shot. They tried to do everything humanly possible to end this peaceably. But you know what? You can't end it peaceably if the people that are armed shooting at you don't want it to end peaceably. 
We're told Jackson, the 14-year-old, was stable after undergoing surgery for life-threatening injuries. Both Jackson and O'Brien are facing charges of attempted murder on law enforcement and armed burglary. Investigators, meanwhile, are continuing to gather evidence from this home. In Volusia County, Mark Lehman getting results. News 6. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When I tell you, that sheriff acted like he saw a ghost. <laughs> like a ghost just appeared out of nowhere and just started shooting everywhere, all the way around the house. Yeah, 12 and 14 years old. They stayed in the foster care. They ain't want to be there no more. They were like, we out. We out. We out this joint. They left. They went and broke into these people's house and stole all their guns. Well, tried to steal the guns. They ain't make it out the house because the police was on their ass. On it, baby. And when I tell y'all, these two, the 12, 14 year old was like, let's do this. I don't know if they just got done watching Scarface. I don't know. I don't know what they was watching. <laughs> But Taylor's on some bullshit. I mean, they just went nuts. And uh, even though it's Peachy News Night, which is the news could be wrong too at times, everything on here is allegedly. It is explicit language. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. All right. Now, back to the shit that we were talking about. How in the hell did the 12 and 14 year old get away from the foster care? They was like, they done went from foster house to the big house. <laughs> foster house to the big house. They they finna go to jail. They, they finna go to jail. Yeah, ain't no if and buts about it. They finna go to jail. Now, they might start them off at, at um, juvie. But um, they may continue on. I don't know. I don't know. It all depends. All I know is that was some fuck shit that they did. And they should have been taught better. I'm sorry. Y'all know how I am out here. And Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. Instagram. I'm the one that always says it starts in the home. It starts with your parents. So that's just, that's me. Now, back over here. You know, they sat there, left the foster home. And went and picked up some guns over to these folks I didn't even know. Just jump, just went right on in. Y'all, we gotta do better. I don't care what color they is. I don't know what color they is, but I don't care. We still gotta do better. Cause them kids should have had enough sense to know not to shoot back at the doggone police. Crazy. Crazy. All right, y'all. We're gonna go into our next story. Y'all, this with this about baby Parker. It's so sad. It's so sad. But I got to bring it to the forefront. That's what I'm here for. So y'all will know how crazy these motherfuckers is out here. And what they doing. And how they doing it. And how they also is getting caught. So here you go, baby Parker. A double murder suspect from the Baton Rouge area led police on a chase through southeast Louisiana, ending near Biloxi. But not before he allegedly shot at police with a child in the vehicle. All of this started early this morning at a home near Baker, where two people were shot and killed. The man suspected of killing them took his infant child and fled. Good evening. 
I'm Katie Moore. And I'm Cherie Skipson. The chase ended earlier this evening after a shootout with Mississippi police. The shooter died and his child is now in the hospital. Our Paul Dudley picks up the story from there. This suspect is dead after being shot by police ending this chase on the highway here in Biloxi and that child is in the hospital in stable condition. I-10 East in Biloxi turned into a crime scene Monday when police shot and killed a double murder suspect after he led officers on a chase, all with his young child in the car. Police say 30-year-old Eric Durrell Smith drove to Mississippi with his four-month-old child after allegedly shooting his ex-girlfriend, 32-year-old Kristen Parker, and her nephew, 26-year-old Brandon Parker and Baker, north of Baton Rouge. Police say after the shooting, Smith took the child and fled the scene, eventually ending up in Gulfport on I-10 where officers began chasing him. This is highway camera video. It shows police trailing what appears to be the suspect's vehicle. CBS affiliate WLOX reports at one point Smith was firing shots as he held the child. Then, a few miles east, Smith got stuck on the median. As he was exiting the car, he was shot by police. Smith died as a result of his injuries. The child was taken to the hospital for treatment. We looked into Smith's criminal record and he had been arrested once before for simple battery, which is a misdemeanor. That is the story reporting in Biloxi. Paul Dudley, Eyewitness News. Motherfuckers ain't gonna get you. we're back. Y'all know, like I was telling um, IG, they probably ain't gonna get charged. You know, they, it was something else that could have been done. They had already knocked them off the side of the damn road. So you still get out. And don't even try to go to him, try to see if maybe you hurting him real bad. But I guess they said, shit, he a murderer. He done killed two people. We ain't got shit coming. But they that baby still was in the car. Now, for those that say, well, what if they ain't know that the um, babies was in the, the baby was in the car? They did know. Because they said the man was driving down the street holding the baby. So they knew that damn baby was in the car. Poe Baby Parker. Paul Baby Parker. So I'm finna get into the next clip, y'all. Still with Baby Parker, you know, because we got to see what, you know, we got to dig down deep. Y'all know how I do. So here are uh, clip number two, Baby Parker. A four-month-old boy shot Monday during a shootout between Mississippi police and the infant's father has died as, as a result of a single gunshot wound. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for watching. I'm Katie Moore. Karen Swenson's off tonight. Harrison County Coroner Brian Switzer confirmed the cause of death after an autopsy this morning in Gulfport. Cell phone video of that shooting shows officers firing at the suspect despite the baby being inside the car. Paul Murphy spoke with a criminologist about how police handled the situation. Parker was caught in the crossfire on Monday as Mississippi police opened fire on his father, a double murder suspect from Louisiana. The Harrison County Coroner's Office would only confirm that the infant died of a single gunshot wound. Whether the bullet was shot at close range or from a distance and where he was shot will be included in a final autopsy report sent to investigators and the county district attorney's office. <laughs> Cell phone video shows police firing more than 20 shots at the car driven by 30-year-old Eric Durrell Smith. He was in the vehicle with his baby boy when officers stopped his car on I-10 in Biloxi. But then once stopped, the police made no effort to communicate with this guy, uh, to uh, get him, engage him somehow into uh, talking, uh, to giving up his weapon. Um, 
you know, getting, uh, get, you know, getting the baby out of there. Whether to use deadly force is a split second decision for law enforcement. Criminologist and Loyola University professor emeritus George Kapowitz watched the video shot by a witness on the highway. He says with the car stopped, officers missed an opportunity to try and de-escalate the situation. The officers, by not taking advantage of the fact that they had the situation stabilized, were uh, then firing and not and exposing the child to uh, the gunshots exposing people on the other side of the median. Kapowicz counted three officers out of their cars, possibly in the line of fire shortly before the shooting started. One of them runs right past Smith's vehicle. A police canine is also seen running around the suspect's car. Then Smith points his gun out of the driver's side window and shots are fired. Smith is killed in the shootout. But if the suspect in the car is jumping out, firing wildly, putting everyone in danger, well, then the police have to do something because you can't just let this person run amok. Um, but none of that seems to be going on. Just hours before the fatal shootout with police, Smith was accused of killing his ex-girlfriend, 32-year-old Kristen Parker, and her 26-year-old nephew, Brandon Parker, in Baker near Baton Rouge. He was later spotted on I-10 near Slidell, and police followed him from Louisiana into Mississippi. Paul Murphy, Eyewitness News. It's unclear tonight which agencies are responsible for firing the shots. Biloxi police are heading up that shooting investigation. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'll be talking to the IG, y'all, because they can't see the videos. They can just hear. So it's just like a little podcast, I guess you could call it that. But um, that shit was crazy. Oh, my goodness. That shit was crazy. That's all I can say. That shit was crazy. Like, how in the world would the police, why would the police? Why? Why, why, why? You already done hit them on the side. That's what it did. Hit them on the side, made them go down like off into a ditch. And when he went off into the ditch, they just got out and just started blessing. They were like, fuck this. We, we just, let's go for the end. Let's go for the kill. Let's just go for the kill. Forget the baby in there. Let's just go for the kill. Go for the gusto. And that's what they did. They went for the gusto. And once again, like I said, that's a sad situation. Very, 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 very sad. And I think that they should be fired, prosecuted, go to trial, and then go to prison for murder. That's how I feel. Shoot. Killed that baby. That baby ain't had nothing to do with this. None at all. So we finna get into, y'all, we finna go get into something funny. Then we go back to Peachy News. Then we go back to Peachy News. But PPP. <coughs> Excuse me. PPP loans. Y'all know we've been talking about that and talking about that and talking about that. I've been showing y'all clips on that on Peachy News Night. Uh, but this is a special kind of clip on Peachy News Night of the PPP. I thought, maybe, you know, maybe we should spice it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, here go Mr. Plies and what Mr. Plies think PPP stands for. And I am here to say right now, I back Plies up 100%. Everything that this nigga can say, 
I back him up. 125,000%. And here we go. Cuz, come. <laughs> come on, fucking calling me, telling me, cuz, I can get you a, a quick 20,000 miles on this PPP. This PPP shit, sweet. I said, man, <laughs> let me motherfucking tell you, you can't get me nothing. I don't want no motherfucking PPP. I don't want no MTV. I, <laughs> I don't want nothing with no motherfucking level. The funds I'm motherfucking going is EBT. That's <laughs> if they motherfucking EBT, I ain't motherfucking trying it. I said, boy, you keep right on playing <laughs> with the motherfucking people, PPP money. And I'm going to tell you exactly where going to motherfucking land you at. You talking about you don't even know what that means. I said, no, you don't motherfucking know what that means. PPP, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it means to me. Poor people prison. That's exactly what motherfucking mean. Poor people prison. Because that's exactly where you motherfucking going. <laughs> Touching the motherfucking people money. So you can't give me no motherfucking PPP, no motherfucking MTV, no, no none of that. I don't want none of that shit. Not me. <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to stay M-R-E-E -E. <laughs> Motherfucking free So, <laughs> find you somebody else to play with With a motherfucking $20,000 <laughs> You gonna need a bitch to see you Them same 20 <laughs> Behind a motherfucking slammer So, I don't want no motherfucking PPP Cause I know exactly what they put that motherfucking PPP money out here for Poor people prison Poor people prison Poor people prison Hashtag PPP. Hashtag Paul People Prison. Thank you. Thank you, Plies. Maybe they'll listen to your ass. Because they sure ain't listening to the missus. I tell you that much. <laughs> they ain't listen to the missus at all. So maybe they listen to Plies. You know, Plies guys do teeth the shit. So maybe they listen to Plies. You know, they listen to him doing everything else, all that freaky shit that he was doing. So maybe they listen to him this time. Paul People Prison. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought somebody said, hmm. <laughs> I thought somebody said, what you say? I said, PPP, Paul People Prison. That's what they're going to see your ass. You already seen it? Okay, y'all, we got to get into this next one. Now, this right here, this right here makes no sense. Woosa. I'm not even going to tell y'all what happened. I ain't going to even, I will talk about it when we come back after we show y'all this clip. And y'all can see for yourselves. IG, I ain't going to say nothing to y'all. I'm going to let y'all listen, okay? I'm just going to let y'all listen. Here we go has exclusive surveillance video tonight of the park where a water gun fight escalated to deadly gunfire. We were first to tell you last night deputies have charged a 20-year-old Jonesboro man with the murder of a Clayton County High School senior. Tonight, Fox 5's Doug Evans has learned new information on what led up to the violence. Fayette County Sheriff Barry Babb sharing with Fox 5 both still photos and surveillance video that he says shows what happened in Kenwood Park on May 7th. First, this dramatic snapshot of murder suspect Sean Allen, shirtless, arm extended, gun in hand. Sheriff Babb says this was just seconds before Sean Allen allegedly fired the fatal shots that killed high school senior Daquan Gillette. 
Next, a series of crime scene photos from that afternoon on May 7th. It was a Friday. It was late in the afternoon. A group of Clayton County high schoolers had met up to battle each other with squirt guns and water balloons. This is what was left over when the shots were fired. Now to the surveillance video. In that video, the sheriff says, you can see the kids having fun in the parking lot of Kenwood Park, shooting each other with those water guns and throwing water balloons. But in the upper right-hand corner of this view, a second set of what's described as current and former Clayton County high schoolers walks up from a basketball court and enters the parking lot. The sheriff says that the two groups would have words that would turn into punches thrown that would turn into shots fired from guns drawn by the basketball players. Now these two groups knew each other because they're either students or former students from Clayton County High School. Uh, then you see an escalation, you see an altercation, and then weapons are drawn, gunfires exchanged, and of course we had one student killed. The sheriff's office did not release the entire video because they say the investigation is continuing. But he says the rest of the video shows a dropped handgun discharged a bullet into one person's foot. They say that dropped handgun belonged to Sean Allen. They say Allen then took a handgun from one of the others there and fired the shots that killed Gillette. The sheriff says there are ongoing efforts to make Kenwood Park safer for everyone. We've already had a lot of dialogue uh, had a lot of community members uh, reach out. We actually have a meeting scheduled uh, where we're going to have leadership in the county, leadership in the community to look at improving, absolutely improving the safety of the park. The sheriff says his investigators immediately identified Sean Allen as the murder suspect and took out warrants for his arrest that evening. He says since May 7th, Allen has evaded law enforcement efforts to locate him and then eventually turned himself in on Monday. I'm Doug Evans, Fox 5 News in Fayette County. That's a damn shame. They ain't got to worry about trying to keep it safe for me, trying to figure out what they're going to do to keep it safe for me and my family, because what? guess why? We ain't going. We ain't going. We is not going. They ain't got to worry about that at all. So they can try to keep it safe for the rest of them that decide to take their kids on down there. Mine ain't finna go, cause I ain't finna go. Now how about that? Shit. Lost they damn mad. Yes, so sad. Here they out there having a good old time. Water balloons, water guns. Look like they were having a good old time. And then here come the bad apples. Sad situation. But we got to move on. Now, these two next two clips, y'all, when I tell y'all, it ain't funny at all whatsoever. But it just goes to show you that racial profiling is still out there. It's still out there. We all know it anyways. But that's what these next two clips are about. So here we go. Actually, next three clips is about that. Here we go. Only thing I can do is just watch him die. That's all, just that. Marvie and Derek Gray say they're still traumatized. <laughs> after this incident with police when they were accused of stealing a TV. They just started manhandling us like we was animals. Late last night, the city of De Pere provided CBS News with surveillance video that shows what happened before the incident in March. The Grays appear to be in an animated discussion with Sam's Club staff. 
before an officer enters and reaches for Derek, who pulls away. His 68-year-old mother tries to shield him, but then another officer enters the store and a struggle ensues with Marvia against the wall and Derek slammed to the ground. According to the Gray's lawsuit, earlier that day, Derek bought the TV for his mother at the store, but when it didn't fit into his car, he returned for it later. That's when a police officer allegedly accused him of stealing the TV. But Derek was allowed to leave after a store associate confirmed the purchase. The suit claims the officer later called in an attempted theft. The Gray's lawyer provided this receipt to CBS News. The Grays say they decided to return the purchase because of the theft accusation. That's when they say things escalated. And when I looked around and all this blood, just blood coming down on this child's eyes, on this child's face. Derek says his head was split open and three of his teeth were shattered. I could not get over turning around. And my son said, Mom, they are hurting me, Mom. They are hurting me. The incident ended with Gray, a security officer, being wheeled out of the store with his head bandaged. He says he is still in disbelief. Do you think this was racially motivated? Yes. No, no doubt. Yes, that it was. Yes, ma'am. I know because I'm a security officer. Yes. I know when I'm being racially profiled. I know about respecting the law. But does the law respect us? That's the question. I know about respecting the law, but does the law respect us? That's the question. That's how he said it. And I agree with him 100% because that was all unnecessary and uncalled for. For the simple fact, he had his receipt. These officers, they get so upset at how, and I'm be honest, how some of us talk to them. Because some people talk to them any type of way. I'm going to be honest with y'all. They really do. And sometimes these officers, they get a little fed up. But still, there's no excuse. There's no excuse at all. That's the number one question. Exactly. Exactly, Veronica. I'll tell y'all, this is this tonight is just off the chain. But let me get into it. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. Now is the time before I forget. Hold on. Let me get to my um my little banners, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, there you go. Look at that. The Mrs. Hughes announcement coming up soon. Stay locked in. Hey, well, now is the time. Now is the time for my big huge announcement and i'm so so happy i'm so happy to share it with you all because if it wasn't for pgt time i wouldn't be where i am right now and there's a lot of stuff that y'all don't see behind the scenes but when i tell you i have been climbing the ladder i really have since pgt time has started the decision that i made was truly, truly, truly the best decision for me. And I'm so thankful. Like I said on my post, first my own show, Peachy Tea Time, by myself. 
Then I get the gig at the radio station. His 92.3. 3 to 4 p.m. every Saturday. Every Saturday. All the indie artists, you own your own business, anybody. The only own business, indie artists, anything that you want to come on my show on his 92.3. And the real definition of internet radio. And you want to come on, gain new followers, get sponsorships. Hey, hit me up. Hit me up. I can get you in there. Yes. You had headphones on and everything. Everything. <laughs> but back to my huge, huge announcement. So, uh, let's see. Hey, mama. My mama here just in time for the huge announcement. Which she already know, of course. But it's a show that I'm not sure if everybody has seen, but this is the second season. It's called Beyond the Pole. No, no, I ain't stripping. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. But it's called Beyond the Pole. It airs this Thursday on June 3rd, which is tomorrow. My baby birthday. Happy almost birthday, Kirsten. You know, I got you at the end too, baby. Okay, so, and mama, make sure she uh, see me when I tell her I have a birthday at the end of the show. Okay, now, um, so this airs on tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, I was invited to go out to the red carpet event for the show, for the show, for the first episode to be aired um, of season two. And not only was I had this opportunity to come on board and be there at the red carpet. I will also, 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 I will be part of the media. So I will be able to, um, I will be able to interview each and every one of the castmates on the red carpet. Y'all know I'm be looking so cute. Y'all already know. Have I ever done this before? No. <laughs> But I'm so thankful that my work uh, speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. And I couldn't be more happier for that. I really couldn't. I'm so thankful that somebody believed in me. And the young lady that I met that asked me to come aboard is actually one of the cast members on the show. Yes. And her name is Empress. That's Empress, y'all. This is Empress. She is one of the strippers. And she's on the show. And Empress has a very, 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 very huge role on the show. Um, she called. That's all I'm going to say. She is called. If you guys go on On Demand and put in um, Beyond the, Beyond the Pole, there's an episode called Beyond the Lockdown, which is when everybody was on um, during the pandemic and everybody was in quarantine. You know, right around the time where everybody didn't really believe it, but we was when it was time to go somewhere, go to work, little stuff like that that you ain't really want to go to. And you're like, ah, oh, it's the pandemic. I got quarantine. But when it's time to do other shit that you want to do, when you all the way live, yeah, it was around that time. It was around that time. 
So I met her um, the other day on Saturday and she just gravitated, you know, we just, we just clicked. And I thank my friend Audra for introducing us. And when I tell y'all how excited I am about tomorrow, I'm so, so excited. I will be going live. Y'all know I ain't going to leave y'all out. You already know I ain't going to leave y'all out. So I will be going live tomorrow just as well. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, sis. I'm so happy for you. And so proud of you, Diva. Thank you, sis. Go to Neil. Go, go, go to Neil. Hey, hey, hey. That's my sister. You go, girl. Moving on up. Hey. I know that's right, Veronica. I know that's right. So proud of you, Tanil. You're going places. Thank you so much, Jose. I, when I tell you, I'm just floored. I mean, I'm not going to say I can't believe it because I know my skills. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I can do. I know what I love to do. I just, it was hard to bring it all together, I guess. It was hard to bring it all together because I was just like, a roller coaster. Like I, I was just wow, wowed. And I'm gonna go there tomorrow on tomorrow. I'm gonna rock it. I'ma step up in there like I know what I'm doing. I've never done it before. But they ain't gonna know it, baby. They ain't gonna know it. I tell you that much. They ain't gonna know it. Cause I'm be up in there. <laughs> so y'all, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the ladies. I cannot wait to meet Miss Dime. I've already met um, Impress. I cannot wait to meet Lyric. Those two, Dime and Lyric and Impress, are truly, truly my favorites. So I really cannot wait to meet them. So y'all going to be there with me, baby. Y'all going to be right there with me. So make sure y'all tune in. And it's going to be tomorrow night at 8 I probably come up around 8.30, around 8.30 tomorrow night. And I'm be in the building. We get to watch the whole first episode. We're in the location, in the special location. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm going to take it all in. I'm going to take it all in. So with that being said, y'all, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get back to the um, clips. And once again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Impress. I appreciate you. I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. And she wants to be on Peachy Tea Time just as well. So I'll be getting that interview, baby. So we're just going to see where this goes, y'all. We're going to see where it goes. So, okay, here we go. We're going to go ahead and get into our next clip for tonight. Okay, this right here was crazy to me. But we're going to go ahead and play it. All I'm going to say is $385, y'all. $385. This is why this young lady had to pay $385. Because of a ticket that she received. May I repeat? A ticket that she received. Here we go. Diamond Robinson first met her neighbor who accused her of being too loud today. And you know, Diamond and I were talking, we both have loud voices that carry, but she really didn't think that she was talking so loud that the police should be called. 
Diamond Robinson says she was just walking up and down Cushing Street, the street she lives on in East Point, talking on her phone on Thursday when she says one of her neighbors approached her. Do you think that you can get off your phone or talk lower? One of those things that she said. And I said, get out of my face. And I proceeded to walk past her. So she's she's saying whatever she's saying. Three minutes later, East Point police pulls up. So Diamond started doing a Facebook Live video. And I hope you know that this is all being recorded. The woman who called the police just moved to the neighborhood a couple of weeks ago, according to Diamond, and she is white. That's an important part of the story because Diamond thinks she's being targeted because she's black. I'm not doing anything wrong by walking up and down the street talking on my phone. But as Diamond continues to record, the police officers end up writing her a ticket. A ticket for being a public nuisance because I'm talking too loud on my phone. That's why I got a ticket. And that ticket isn't cheap. $385. There is no way that I sh the police should be called on me when I am on my own property on in my own neighborhood on my own block. Diamond plans to fight the ticket. And because she's so upset about the whole ordeal, she is now having security cameras installed outside her home. As far as blasting everything on Facebook Live, she says she felt like she had no other choice. A lot of these things are being pushed under the rug and it doesn't need to. We can sit here all day, we can chant, we can we can riot, we can do all of those things that it's not going to make a change if you don't speak up at that time and at that moment. Her message to the neighbor who called the police? Leave me alone. What's going on? Are you upset? What did I do to you? Okay, so we did get a chance to talk to the neighbor very briefly. She did not want to talk about the issue, but she said that the ticket speaks for itself. Meanwhile, we stopped by the police department. They didn't want to talk either, but I said to the supervising officer, I said, $385, it seems like a very hefty fine. He said, well, she will have her day in court. So we will, of course, stay on top of this and see what happens. Reporting live, Camille and Mary Fox, 2 News. We will be there to cover the entire story. Thanks, Camille. That's some bullshit. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I called the police. I sure did. I called the police. Oh, yeah. I was going to get to that, too. I was going to get to that, Julie. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But let me say this first. I called the police because somebody had broke the back of my husband's car window. Glass was shattered everywhere. No, the motherfuckers told me we don't come out for that. But you gonna come out because this girl I'm talking loud. I'm telling y'all now. I, if that happened over in my neighborhood, I have a ticket every goddamn day because I just talk loud any goddamn way. <laughs> I will have a ticket every single day. Now, getting to what Julie got to say. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, Julie trying to get slowed out now, but that ain't what she's talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm doing damn good. Thanks, cuz. But that ain't what I saw either. Monique, this is what I saw. Monique gonna get her for wearing that bonnet. Julie, when I tell you, I had to watch the clip twice. Once because I was distracted by her bonnet. And then the second time I watched it, I was able to get all the information that was going on. She had a bonnet on every single clip.
Even on the clips that she was recording her phone, she had on a bonnet. And when the news people came, she had on a bonnet. And it was different bonnets. So that leads me to believe you wear these bonnets all the time. Because I would have been like, hold on. Let me go get my hat. Y'all, I don't wear these hats on the show because... I like wearing hats all the time. No. I wear this hat when my hair need to be done again. And I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, baby. Believe it. <laughs> Thank you, Darnell. Okay. Shout out to Darnell. But yes, there, Julia had to watch it a couple times. All because of the distraction. The bonnet was a distraction. But yes, Nicole, how can the officers prove that she was talking loud? They just took the white lady side. The white lady sat. Yes, the Karen sat. They took. They showed it. But that's how they do. That's how they do. That's all I'm going to say. That's how they do. So, we finna go ahead and get into the next one. Now, this right here, I might have to remove uh, my... Because it goes kind of slow. Well, that's going to have to stay up. So, I don't know. But if it started acting too crazy, then i just stop it. But I really want you guys to see this clip. I really did. So, and I had to play it a different way. So, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where it go? Where it go? Where it go? Ready? Teen attacked at home. The poor baby was attacked at home by the police. At home. Outside the front door. Here we go are being investigated for the violent arrest of a black teenager right outside his front door. His family's home security camera recorded the incident, and we have to tell you the video is very disturbing. The attorneys for Zaki Rayford's family are demanding the officers be suspended without pay after the 18-year-old was tackled and tased. This happened in Shirts, Texas, earlier this month. Maria Villarreal spoke to the teenager, his father, and their lawyers about the arrest. With his arms raised and police commanding 18-year-old Zaki Rafer to get on the ground of his driveway, he instead runs to his front door with police in pursuit. Rafer reaches the door screaming for his father. Police first tased Rafer before tackling him to the ground. Moments later, Rayford is tased again. Another officer can be seen kicking Rafer. His father then opens the door. As he demands answers, the officer who tased the teen appears to issue a threat. Kevin Rayford, Zaki's father, says he believes his son was targeted because of his race. Why is it so important for not just you to speak out, but for your son to speak out in this moment? The police brutality is just unacceptable. It's, it's, uh, it's enough. Police well, say he'd run a red light, and when officers attempted to stop his vehicle, he fled to his home. He's since been charged with felony evading in a motor vehicle, resisting arrest and detention, and possession of marijuana. I was really scared, fearing for my life. People will watch that video and say, why did you yeah, run? On when me. I hopped out of the car, I automatically saw their weapons on me, so... I 
I just went to where somewhere I would feel safe. And the inside of my house was the safest place I could think of. In a statement to CBS News, the Shirts Police Department said an investigation is underway. And if any policy infractions are discovered, staff will be held accountable and appropriate actions will be taken. The family attorney, Daryl Washington, says the officers should be suspended without pay. When an officer violates someone's civil rights, when you see them commit a wrong like these officers did, I, I think the penalty needs to be just a little harsher. Otherwise, you have nothing that's going to stop officers from doing this in the future. Mireya Guerrero, CBS News, Dallas. Oh, my gosh. That's hard to watch. Um, it's very hard to watch. I mean, there's so many layers of wrong there. I get it. The police are saying we tried to stop him. He kept going. He's home. He's in his neighborhood. So he says, let me get home. People have to understand how afraid black people are of police officers in this time. You just have to understand yeah, that. So when he gets to his house, he gets out, his arms here. are up. They tell him to get down. Again, he doesn't get down. That's he says, I just got to get, you know, get inside the house. But when the cops can see that he's not armed, that he's calling for his dad, so clearly he's a young person, yeah, and the female officer who's kicking him just adds... There's just the, so the police, much wrong the police, about this. The police, the, the, the incident starts with supposedly with him running a red light yes. and driving. And that's wrong. Yeah, that's and wrong. driving, a, according to their description, about a mile to his home uh, with their red lights flashing behind him and he yeah, didn't pull over. That's, that's what starts this. Yeah. How it ends you, is another you matter. You mentioned race is a factor here. He's also just a teenager. You're 17 yes. years old when the yeah. police are after you. You feel scared and you want to get home, particularly if you're that close to home. The other problem, Tony, is, and people don't want to hear this or believe this, white kids are given the benefit of the doubt. I had the very same we, thing happen to me yeah, a mile from we, my house. I ran a light yeah. trying to get home, classic case. You can't generalize it, I get it, but many times white teenagers are given the benefit of the doubt. They are not looked upon as threatening or frightening. But this kid didn't even have a weapon. His hands are up and he's... Tamika text me talking about, uh, we can't hear you in the background. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to hit the mute button. It'd be all type of stuff going on over here on my end. But, um, okay, so, y'all, that's the green screen on the side. My husband done turned on the light, so it's looking a little crazy on the side. There you go. <laughs> but, okay, so, basically, on th that video, the teenager, he took off, um, he had weed on him and pulled in the driveway of his home after going a mile from the time that they turned on their lights. He went ahead and drove on home, got out the car, and then attempted to run to the inside of the house. And they chased him, they tased him, which I don't think the tasing was necessary at all whatsoever. But they tased him because I look at it like this. By the time they made it, to the by the time he made it to the door, where else he gonna go? Y'all got him cornered at the door. So why is tasing him necessary? I mean, that's just my theory on it. But hey, teach his own. That's what they want to do. So apparently that's what the hell they be doing. Now, before we get into this next clip, we will be having a peachy tea time. Challenge. Me and Fred put it together, y'all. Me and Fred put it together. Peachy Tea Time Challenge. And all you have to do, 
Yeah, y'all, you gonna win something. The best person that do this, they gonna win. They gonna win some money. Some money. Yes, money. You heard me right. We talking about a hundred dollars. Yes. So all you gotta do is either go on my website, upload a video of you either jamming to PGT time. PGT time. Yeah. Or you can sing it. You can lip sing it. Or just hey, bop your head. You know how we do. Hey, PGT time. You know, you know how we do. But just in case y'all can't remember, here we go. Let's talk about real life issues, love and relationships. Let's have a good time with the missus. The missus, yeah. Celebrities. Let's talk about caring events. Let's talk about things you don't see on regular TV. So join in on PGT time. PGT time. Tune in on PGT time. Come join us on. Yes, y'all know that's that shit. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. Shout out to the guy that made that. Shan Mark. I think Shan Mark. But I think I might have Shan Mark make me something else. I ain't gonna even tell y'all it's gonna be a surprise. It might not even be for bitches this time. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, okay, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. So, let's go ahead. We finna get into the next clip. And then we finna go ahead and wind it on down, baby. We gonna wind it on down. Now, this right here is a little crazy. It was a little crazy, y'all. I'm just trying to get rid of some of these videos. Make sure I ain't forgetting nothing. This right here was a little crazy. But I'm going ahead and play it for y'all. Five years out. Five years out. My baby finna be seven. And I will be ready to kick some ass. But here we go. Rage is growing tonight over police body cam video showing Maryland officers screaming at and handcuffing a five-year-old boy. It happened last year. CBS's Michael George has the story. How old are you? Five. Five. A five-year-old boy who ran away from his Maryland school is found by two officers. Back at school, the boy continues to cry. And one officer gets in his face. Calling him a little beast. This encounter happened last January, but the 51-minute body camera video was just released Friday by the Montgomery County Police. When the boy's mother arrives, both officers encourage her to beat her son. Yeah, we want you to beat him. You're talking about getting him a, a... I can't I can't beat him. Why? Because I'm not going to prison. You don't go to prison for beating your child. She's now suing the Montgomery County police officers, the county, and the school district. Her lawyers claim the boy suffered emotional trauma. There is a certain way to treat a five-year-old boy. Needing to beat him, like I said, came up at least 15, perhaps up to 20 times. The video also shows the officers handcuffed the child in front of his mother. You know what these are for? 
These are for people that don't want to listen and don't know how to act. He was released about a minute later. But over and over again, they encouraged the mother to physically discipline her child. All I can tell you is beat that ass. You can beat your child in Montgomery County. In Maryland. front of him and everybody else, you can beat him. And please Just don't do leave no cuts yeah. or no crazy cigarette burns or nothing like that. Exactly. We good. All right. Meeting adjourned. The Montgomery County Police Department says it has investigated the incident, but hasn't released the findings. Both are still sworn officers, according to the department. Michael George, CBS News, New York. I don't know why they lied to that woman like that. <laughs> They'll be the first ones at her house. Talk about, uh, man, put your arms behind your back. Child abuse. CPS on their way. That make no sense. That make no sense. That make no sense. I mean, I don't understand. Why would they sit there and tell her to be him? Be him. I just don't understand that. I just don't understand that. But to each his own. I'm glad she had enough sense. But it was. It's another clip out there. I didn't get a chance to download it. But there's another clip out there where the parent, the woman, was actually sitting there. So when they handcuffed the little boy, the mama was actually sitting there. And she was like, you want to go where Uncle Rob is? Do you want to go where Uncle Rob is? But she's suing them. Now, now that everything that aired out, and now it's out there on camera in internet world, now, all of a sudden, you want to sue them. Crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand. So once again, you guys, the light is on in the back. I do apologize. But now we're gonna get into our motivation. Y'all know I love this type of this time of the night. The last clip of the night. I really hate to let you guys go. I missed y'all so much. I really, really did. I really did. But Monday was Memorial Day. I feel like that day is supposed to be dedicated with your family, just like any other holiday. I do not plan on coming on for holidays, except for New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Gotta come on that. Show y'all what I'm doing over here in my world on New Year's Day, <laughs> New Year's Eve, baby. But any other holiday for you and your family? That's what it's for. I'm gonna show y'all on Fourth of July. Though. I'm gonna be on here on Fourth of July. But anyway, here we go into our motivation. Um, everybody out there in IG world, this is my first time doing IG tonight. I enjoyed it. I really, really did. I really, really hope you guys come back. I'm on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, and 5 p.m. Pacific. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And also on Saturdays, hits 92.3, baby. From 3 to 4 p.m. That's daylight. That's early. That's why you, when you out shopping, you got your little headphones on, listen to me. If you at home, tune in. You get to see my guests. I do have a special guest on this Saturday. His name is Scooby Lou. I gave you all a brief um, video of him on last week. So please, please, please make sure y'all tune in. Uh, my mama said the mom should have started beating the police officers. Oh, mama, no, 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 mom, no. We're not trying to go to jail. 
That's the thing. We try to stay out of jail. <laughs> okay, mama? Friends? Hey, Clinton. What's up, Clinton? We at the end, Clinton. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining. Clinton is joining on IG, baby. But yes, mama, we ain't trying to go to jail. We trying to stay out of jail. That's the key, y'all. Stay out of jail. Let's try to prevent all this extra, extra, extra stuff from happening. So, with that being said, a lot of stuff happens because of unloyal people in your life. May I add? Unloyal people. Out. Girl, what's in the glass? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so icy. That's my friend. She from Cali. And she is also from Station Head. So, what's in the glass? I am drinking tonight. I am drinking Crown, Apple Crown, along with Margarita Mix. That's what I'm drinking tonight. So, we're going to get into our motivation. And after the motivation, we're going to go ahead Give my last bit of commentary, and then we're going to go ahead and listen to my babies. Y'all know how I do with my babies. So here go the motivation. As real as I can put it, jealousy is real and loyalty is rare. It's crazy how you can be there for everybody, but when you need somebody, nobody seems to be there. You know, fake people don't surprise me anymore. Loyal people do. It's like, no matter how much you were there for their struggle, when you go through yours, don't be surprised when they forget about you. But that's life. No matter how good you are to them, doesn't mean they're going to treat you the same. Just because they mean that much to you, doesn't mean they're going to value you the same. It's always the ones that said they would never change. They end up being the main ones that change. They go from being real to acting strange. They go from giving support to giving pain. It's insane how you can do so much for a person, and yet they still feel comfortable talking down on your name. Like you wasn't the one that helped them get it right. Like you was the one that sacrificed so much for their life. But people tend to forget about the favors when they become haters. And just like that, they'll switch up on you overnight. They'll go from talking to you to talking about you. They'll try to throw dirt in your name to stain your character. So before a stranger even gets to know you, they already start to doubt you straight up. With no hesitation, they'll try to ruin your reputation by creating false accusations just to benefit their situation. As you can see, sometimes it's the ones you cut for that turn out to be cutthroat. And sometimes it's the ones you think you see eye to eye with turn out to be the ones you gotta watch the most. Trust me, just because they close, they can still be far for real. And it's sad when it's the same ones that you would give your life for, for money, for fame, for any gain, they'll set you up to have you killed for real. So understand, when loyalty is in return, that bridge has to be burned. Don't let it take someone showing you multiple times that loyalty is not their top priority for you to finally learn. So if you always got to question their loyalty, then maybe it's time for that chapter to be closed. And never forget this fact about life. Someone's loyalty is just something that you can't control. 
Like I say at the end of every single video, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Tag two people to this video that you know is loyal for real. Straight up. All right, Trent Shelton. Loyalty, baby. I love Trent Shelton. I really, really do. Uh, loyalty is so important to me. It really is. I don't think there's not one friend unless I fell out with them. But there's not one friend of mine that can't say that I'm loyal or that I'm not loyal. They can't say that I'm not loyal. I'm sorry. Um, I really... Oh, I'm sorry. I missed with my mamas. Uh, yes, we read that one. And then Julie said, I know that's right, TT. Get your hands off my baby. Exactly. They talking about the last clip, y'all. But um, loyalty is so important. It really is. You know, I feel like one person that you should always at least have one person, one person that you can depend on, that you know is going to ride or die for you. That's how I feel. Mama, while I'm finishing this up, can you please get Kirsten for me and bring her to the um, phone so I can tell my baby happy birthday, almost birthday. But yes, but loyalty is so, so important, y'all. It really is. Like I said, you got to be able to trust somebody. Somebody. You know, it's a lot of snakes out there. It's a lot of snakes. A lot of them. And if you don't have that one person, that one, one, I don't care who it is, that one person, then um, as long as you got that one, you good. But if you ain't got nobody, nobody at all, then you need to go find somebody. Because loyalty comes in very few people. Very, very few. So with that being said, I want to give out a very, 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 very special happy birthday to my baby, my girl. I'm trying not to get emotional, y'all, because she ain't doing nothing but turn the phone. I know, she's turning the phone. But this little girl has brought so, 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 so much joy to my heart. My daughter, Kirsten, I love you so, so much. To have a little mini me, a little girl running around here. Now, she's out there with my mama right now. But running around here, giving me nothing but hugs and love, attention, and just everything. She's like the most awesome little girl. I love her so much. Now, she, she do cry a lot. I must say she cries a lot. But I guess she get that from her mama. <laughs> so get a little teary-eyed. But this little girl has brought so much joy to my heart. Both my kids brought joy to me when I didn't think I can have any. And here they came. But Kirsten, she's different. She's different. And anybody know what I went through with my daughter? You will understand. But Kirsten, I want you to know I love you dearly. I'm going to always love you. And I want you to have the best, best birthday ever. I'm sorry that I'm not going to be able to see you tomorrow on your birthday. Um, 
I gotta get to that red carpet, girl. Baby girl, I gotta get to the red carpet. <laughs> but when I tell you we gonna be lit on Sunday, we gonna have a good time. It's gonna be frozen. Anna and Elsa for you, baby, because mommy loves you. So I want everyone to take the time to put happy birthday to Kirsten. You can put Kier, K-I-E-R, because that's my baby. That's what we call her. That's her nickname. That's my homie. <laughs> I love me some Kirsten, baby. She cries a lot. But I love my baby. I love her. So please, 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 in um, IG, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, if you can comment in Twitch, just please, please, please wish my baby a happy birthday. And before I start crying again, y'all, because y'all already know how I get. And don't forget, come on tomorrow. Okay, mama, you can take her away now. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, I think she gone now. Come out tomorrow for Beyond the Pole, the strippers. <laughs> that was my huge announcement for tonight. I will be back in the media for the red carpet event for season two, season two of Beyond the Pole. You guys will see some of the cast members tomorrow. I will be interviewing the cast members tomorrow on the red carpet. Some of the cast members, I'm trying to get them on here. I'm trying to get them on Peachy Tea Time. So far, we definitely got Empress, which is the main character on the show. But I'm definitely going to try to get Lyric and Miss Dad. Yes. So, make sure y'all tune in tomorrow. You won't see me, I don't think. But... Tune in for the show tomorrow, uh, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Eastern time, Beyond the Pole. We're going to cover it every single Friday, and we're going to get it in. We're going to get it in, baby. Look at them happy birthdays. Look at them happy birthday. Happy birthday, kid. Happy birthday, kid. Happy birthday, kid. Hey. Even in IG, baby. They coming in IG. But thank you all so, so much. Thank you, Crystal. I love you, boo. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. And y'all know how we do. Listen to my babies. Thank you for watching.